If you have only one tier or one option of your online course available for only one price, you, my friend, are leaving a ton of money on the table. There are people who are willing to spend more money with you if you just give them that option. We are going to be talking today about two powerful strategies, tier pricing and upsells that you can use to easily increase your revenue by 25 to 50% all without lifting a finger. Can I get a hallelujah? Welcome to episode 96 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran, pumped to hang out with you today. Hey, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, thank you so much for putting me in your ear and spending time with me today. And if you're watching here on YouTube, I love all the comments and the likes and the engagement. It's been amazing. Some great conversations. You are smart and I'm proud of you and I'm excited to serve you today. Again, I want to give you a ton of value today. We're going to dive right in with a ton of really practical content that I love teaching because I know it's going to help you make money without really any effort. And that's kind of my favorite thing to do. Before we jump in, if you have not launched an online course or if you, like many of my students, have launched an online course but you realize you have no one to sell it to and it's always having to be sold in a launch and you don't have any way of automating it and you're wondering, when does the passive part of passive income come into play with this whole digital product thing, then I would like to invite you to my passive income workshop where I've got 45 minutes of action-packed training to walk you through not only the four components you need for passive income, but how they fit together, how you actually launch digital products and automate it so you have free time to do whatever you want, like watch Star Wars or eat pizza or whatever you like to do, okay? It's an amazing training. It's action-packed. You can take it and run with it. It's free. It's a free training. You can just watch the free training and then go do what I say in the free training. You can go make money with it. It's going to give you templates and scripts and strategies. It's going to tell you what tools to use, both paid and free. And it's going to make sense of all of it with the express goal of helping you launch your online course business and make your first $1,000 a month recurring of passive income even if you only have 30 minutes a day to chip away at this because many of you are busy and this has to be practical in a busy life. That's it. It's amazing. I want to give you some of my best material for free. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop. Take the time to do it, implement it, and make a difference in your life with it. It's really, really good stuff. grahamcochran.com slash workshop. I'll link to it below if you're watching here on YouTube. Otherwise, type that into your favorite browser and get access right away. Okay, let's dive into the material today. I love this stuff. Um, We're talking about tiered pricing. We're talking about upsells, which are two variations of the same thing, as you'll see. So I'm going to talk about the differences, how you can apply them practically in your business today. Because here's the thing. So many of my students, and maybe you're one of them, want to make more income. So your brain starts to think about how can I make more money in my online course business? Well, I could launch more online courses. It could be true. I could get a lot more traffic to my site and opt-ins to my email list. That's a great thing. A lot of you want to run more ads or start running ads, period. I mean, that's fine if you want to do it. I don't run ads, so it's not necessary. Sure, getting more traffic is great, and that should be a goal. Sure, launching more products makes sense. You want a, a fully developed product suite. That all makes sense. But a lot of that takes time, money, or effort. The question I'm interested in is what can you do right now 
What can you do this weekend that could create revenue, that could create income? Have you fully optimized the assets and the things you already have in place? Most of us, the answer is no. I haven't even fully optimized. There's so much more I could do, but that means there's so much untapped potential for you, even if you only have one course available. There is a way to increase how much people spend with you every time they buy, even with you have the same number of people opting into your list, the same number of people following you on YouTube or your podcast. There's a lot that you can't control or can't control quickly, but what can you control this weekend that can increase revenue? That's the kind of stuff we're talking about today. And you know about tiered pricing. You know about upsells. You've experienced all of this in the real world because everybody does this, right? This isn't new. So you probably are already thinking about this, but let me just give you some practical examples so you know what I'm talking about. Let's say you want to go get a cup of coffee. You go to your favorite coffee shop. Let's say it's Starbucks. Maybe you hate Starbucks. Doesn't matter. It's the same principle. Forgetting all the types of coffees, because that's one, one thing. Those are I would call those different products. Let's just say I want a cup of black coffee or cream and sugar in it. That's fine. Just good old-fashioned coffee. When you say, I'd like a cup of coffee, they don't say, sure, here you go. Here's the price. What do they ask you? What size? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do I want a tall? Do I want a grande? Do I want a venti? They actually offer a short, which is an eight ounce, but they never seem to put that on the Starbucks menu. But if you want less coffee, you can get an eight ounce cup of coffee. And I won't judge you because you don't need more than eight ounces. I'm just being honest with you. Anyway, we won't go there. But you know what I'm saying? Coffee, Starbucks, they give you multiple tiers. Base price, bigger price, bigger price. You get more value when you buy the bigger prices, but it costs more money. And what it does is it takes somebody who might just be thinking about a 12 ounce cup of coffee, that's all they need. But when presented, they're like, oh yeah, I'll go for the grande. Sure. They don't need it. Maybe they weren't going to spend that kind of money, but they were offered a bigger size and they went for it. Not everybody goes for it. People like me always go for the tall, but a lot of people go for the grande or the venti. And that is one way Starbucks makes a ton of money. Think about the iPhone. Back in the day, 2007, when the iPhone was launched, there was just the iPhone. You want an iPhone? You bought the iPhone and it came at one price point and you either bought it or you didn't buy it. These days, there's a million versions or tiers of the iPhone. Even the latest version of the iPhone, whatever year it is, whatever new version of the iPhone comes out, that version still has multiple tiers. There's different screen sizes. There's different hard drive sizes. Then there's different versions. Now they have the pro and they have the basic or the mini. Like they have taken one product and realized not everybody wants to spend only $5.99 or $6.99. Some people will spend over $1,000 on an iPhone. So let's give them a version of the iPhone that costs that amount because we want to cater to those people as well. And so they sell all versions of the iPhone and everyone's happy. These are product tiers. You go to buy a car. Have you ever gone to buy a new car or even just looked online, you see a car commercial and you just wanna know how much it costs. There isn't just one version of the car. Like if you're a good suburban parent and you wanna buy a Honda Pilot three-row SUV, do your good American suburban duty, you buy a pilot or whatever, whatever equivalent, third row midsize SUV. You don't just say, okay, how much does a Honda Pilot cost? Well, it depends. There's five trims, five. So you might see a Honda Pilot commercial and see a base price of, I don't know, 30,000 or 35,000, but that's just the base price they're, they're advertising. They're showing you probably the premium ultra platinum edition or whatever that's got bigger rims, more tech, leather seats, sport appearance package, panoramic sunroof, parking sensors, I mean, all, whatever, right? 
you could easily spend $50,000 on a Honda Pilot. You could spend 50% more just going from the basic trim to the premium trim. Again, Honda's giving you off options. They're giving you options. They know that not everyone wants to spend the same amount on a Honda Pilot. There are people that will spend more. And I know this on a deeper level. I used to work at a software company and we were recording voiceover talent. And years ago, I'm in the studio with one of the voiceover talent. Uh, he comes in, we're recording all day long. We're taking a break. And he's noticing that in the studio, we're using PCs. He says, oh, do you guys use Windows products here for your studio? I was like, yeah, but I'm more of a Mac guy. He's like, oh, I'm a Mac guy too. And then of course we bonded. And so we're talking about Apple products and we're talking about Macs. And he asked what kind of Mac I have in my home studio. And I was telling him, and he said something I will never forget. And at the time I wasn't in business, so it didn't apply to me. I didn't, but I it lodged in my brain. And then it's come back out as a great example of, of this truth. He said, Graham, and I don't know why he told me this, but maybe because he's just excited or maybe because he likes to brag. He said, Graham, I literally, I quote, I always buy the most expensive Mac. He said it like triumphantly. I always, and he has a great voice, right? Because he's a voiceover talent. Graham, I always buy the most expensive Mac. And I remember thinking, well, that's stupid. It's not stupid for Apple to offer a really expensive Mac. And it got me thinking. I went and looked up in the Apple store. If you want to buy an iMac, they're sort of standard all-in-one consumer desktop. Basic iMac, like out the door, cheapest iMac, little over $1,000, right? Call It was like 1099 So 1099 Then I was like, okay, what's the most tricked out iMac? Same computer, not even their Power Mac or their Mac Pro. Excuse me, I'm getting old, old school Power Mac the Mac Pro, right? What's the most tricked out iMac? Okay, so they have a bigger screen, faster processor, more RAM, bigger hard drive, all solid state drive, maybe multiple drives, whatever. All the upgrades tricked it out. You know how much I could spend on an iMac today? I could go for the $1,100 version or I could spend $5,400. Literally, two people can buy an iMac today and one can spend five times as much as the other person. And my buddy from the studio years ago would have been one of those guys. He, he was able and willing to spend 5X what most people will spend on an iMac. These are examples of smart businesses who offer, they launch a product, but they don't just offer it at one price point. They add more value and offer more premium tiers of that same product product. I hope your head's already starting to think about it. We'll talk about how to do this more specifically with online courses in a minute. But that's an example of tiered pricing. A cousin, a close cousin to tiered pricing is what we would call upsells or cross-sells, which you could get into the nuances of the differences there. But for the purposes of time and simplicity, I'm going to call all of these upsells. This is different than tiered pricing because you're not offering different versions of the same thing. You're offering something in addition to what the customer is buying. So classic example of this is McDonald's. They've made a living by training their employees to ask one simple question. Do you want fries with that? Right? Classic example. I go to McDonald's. I say, I'd like to buy a Big Mac. And they say, sure. Would you like fries with that? It's a simple question that sounds very polite and innocuous, but what it's doing is giving them the option giving the customer the option, giving me the option to spend more money and buy something else in addition to my Big Mac. Oh yes, I would like fries with that. 
And they might even ask a follow-up question. Would you like to supersize your meal? For a few cents more, you can get more fries and a bigger drink, right? Upselling, offering you more in addition to what you've just already agreed to purchase. Another example of this is Amazon. They're the kings and queens of this. You buy something, you add it to your cart, you go to checkout, you're ready to buy it. Right below it, you might also like blank. Or if they're smart, they'll say something like, other customers who bought this bought these things as well, which is a powerful psychological thing right there of sort of groupthink and peer pressure. Like, oh, people who bought this also bought this. Maybe I, I should be buying this also. <laughs> so smart. But you're already ready to buy it. You've added it to your cart. You're ready to check out. And they're just saying, do you want some other stuff to go with it? The same is true when you go to the grocery store and you're just trying to get through the grocery store spending only what you came to spend or you go to Target and you can never just buy what you wanted to buy at Target. You know what I'm talking about. And you're in the checkout aisle and what do they have right next to you while you're waiting for the person in front of you to finish up? You've got gum, candy, trashy newspapers and magazines. And it's just, it's just right there. Pokemon cards. I don't know who's buying those. Maybe it's the kids, but you've, you've got all this stuff that you didn't come to buy, but it's a subtle way of them offering to you. Would you like this also before you check out? These are upsells. These are, again, businesses saying, I know you came to buy what you're going to buy. You're going to come and buy what you're going to buy. I'm not going to make you buy anything else, but I'm going to at least offer you something else. So my question for you as we start here is, now that you've understood what tier pricing and upsells are, are you offering them? Because I think a lot of us understand the concept. It's not hard to understand. It's not foreign to most of us. As a consumer, at least, we've experienced these all the time, our whole lives. But do you, as an online course creator, as a membership site owner, an online coach, do you offer tiered pricing or do you offer upsells or both? Do you offer one and not the other? Let's talk about tiered pricing for, for a minute and talk about how this works. What I would encourage you to do, if you have even just one online course and you're selling it for one price point right now, offer at least one other option. So you want two or three options on the checkout page or on the sales page, okay? So you're gonna have your basic or core offer. This is just the course. This is what you probably already have if you don't have an upper tier. And then the upper tier or upper tiers or more premium versions are going to have the course plus something else. It can be all kinds of stuff. It can be additional video modules. It can be additional downloads. It can be additional templates or workbooks to go with it. There can be uh, private access to you via like a review video or a 30-minute Skype call or a Zoom call, things like that. But you're adding more value. So they have to choose between the basic version and then the premium version or versions that have more goodies available. And what you want to do to make tier pricing work in the digital space is charge 50 to 100% more for the next available tier. Okay? It's not a little bit more, but 50 to 100% more. You want to have a clear distinction between tiers. Not everybody does this, but I believe a clear distinction. So they're like, whoa, that does cost more. They really have to think about it. Do I want this or not? So clear distinction in pricing. And then you really want to make sure that there's a clear distinction in what is included. Like, what am I getting for that upper price point? Make it really, really clear. Don't nickel and dime. Don't try to just get a few dollars more. Like, just go for it and charge a lot more for the premium tier or premium tiers. And then justify the price by adding a ton of value 
to those premium tiers. And then the way that I like to do this is to add value that doesn't cost you anything. And this is what's so great about being a digital entrepreneur, about being in knowledge commerce, doing online courses. Like what we do is that we're not selling physical product. So we can add premium tiers and the margins are 100% profit because it doesn't cost you anything. There's no shipping. There's no nothing. There's no additional cost to make the additional sale or the more expensive premium tier. For example, like with Starbucks, you can, I can buy a, a venti coffee, but then they have to spend more because they're they're having to package a more a bigger cup. I mean, there's just more packaging. So literally, it does cost them a bit more. They probably make more on their margins, but with digital, costs you nothing extra. So, I like to offer premium versions that have digital downloads that have ongoing support sometimes. One of my students does this with ongoing support. You can get upsell and get like 12 months of support uh, for like really in-depth coaching um, or add scalable digital coaching to that. And I'll give you an example. So I, I mentioned this, I think a couple of weeks ago when I did a video on how much you should charge. And I talked about my course, Rethink Mixing, which was a course that I launched in 2011 for the Recording Revolution brand. And I sold it for seven years until I replaced it with a, a new course in 2018. So for seven years, I had this course. And when I launched it, it only had one price point. It was 99 bucks, right? Just under hundred bucks, one price point, And I sold it for that for three years. It's just, that was it. And then in 2014, I finally got smart and realized I don't have any premium tiers in my product line. I just have like the base price. And so I decided to then change it from just one price to then having three versions. So I had the basic version of Rethink Mixing for $99. Then I had a version for $149 that gave you the same course, but then gave you an additional video training, like an additional module. And it gave you a mix critique, which meant I would listen to your song. You take the course, produce a song, email it to me. I'll listen to it. And I'd email you back some bullet points of my critique of the song. It took me five, 10 minutes of my time, but it was, it was basically feedback, customized, personalized coaching from me in a very manageable, scalable form where I just had to spend three minutes listening to a three-minute song and just shoot off one email with just bullets of what I thought. So I would be writing that email as I listened. So that was the $150 version. So call it 100, 150. And then I had a $350 version that gave you everything in the first two tiers, but it also gave you a 30-minute call, I think, with me. Might have been an hour. I don't remember. So $200 in addition to that, you get on the Skype with me or Zoom or whatever it was back then. Uh, and so I presented those options. This exact same course cost me really nothing to add those other options because they were all potential things or they're digital downloads. And so my sales page then went from one option to those three. What ended up happening for the next four years that that course was for sale is 50% of people who bought that course went for the middle tier, the $150 version. I did sell a couple of the $350 versions, not many, but I did sell some. But let's, if you ignore those, half the people who bought bought the $150 version and half bought the $100 version. What happens when half of your people buy a version that costs 50% more? Simple math tells you, you increased your revenue by 25%. I, I increased the order value of that course from $100 to $125 on average by simply offering upper tiers. It didn't cost me any more money or time. And I, like I said a couple of weeks ago, most people didn't even cash in on their feedback element of that premium tier. They just bought it and they had it and they wanted it and then they forgot about it. I never, I made it clear inside the course what to do to take advantage of it. And even years later, people would remember, oh yeah, can I cash in on my mixed critique? Sure. 
because they bought it, I'm gonna give it to them. But most people didn't even take me up on that. So it never really took up too much of my time, but it increased my revenue on that one course by 25%. That's incredible. I didn't even need any more customers for that. That's just one powerful example. And there's something powerful that happens here that I really try to stress with my students. And I want you to understand this because this isn't just about there's more options so that they could spend more money with you. There's something psychologically powerful that happens when you have multiple versions, even just two on the bottom of your sales page. When you go from one to two, it shifts the, the mental conversation that they're having because it's inevitable that they're having it subconsciously from, hmm, should I buy this to, hmm, which one should I buy? It shifts the conversation from should I buy this course to which version of this course is a good fit for me? They're, they're still gonna ask themselves, should I even buy it? But when you show them two options, they can't help but immediately try to place themselves self in one of those options. Like, oh, interesting, there's a basic version and there's a premium version. Well, that costs twice as much. Do I really, do I really need all that stuff? Isn't the basic version fine? That's, a, that's great. You, if you can get them like just going, huh, even if, even if the premium tier seems ridiculously priced to them, that's great that they're even thinking about which one is a better fit for them. That's the kind of internal script you want them to be having, that internal conversation, because that makes them a little more bought in. Instead of saying like, yeah, should I buy this? You shift it from should I buy to which one should I buy? And now you've got them in a much better place, a place where they're more likely to convert, okay? So that's tiered pricing. What can you offer digitally, Access to you wise, that's easy, that costs you nothing, that's scalable for 50 to 100% more of the base price of your course. If you have a $100 course, can you do a $200 version or a $150 version? If you have a $500 course, can you do a $1,000 version? What can you offer to justify that? You do have to offer value. No, you don't need everyone to go for it. But there's always someone like my, my buddy that wants to buy the most expensive Mac. There's always somebody who wants to buy the best of what is available. So give them options to spend more with you or just that's fine, stick to the base price. And if nothing else, the more expensive versions will kind of be a good price anchoring and make the basic version look like a better deal. And then they feel happy that I don't need all that crap. I don't need Graham's custom feedback. I can do the course myself. And I say, good job to you, buddy. That's great because then I don't have to do anything and you can just pay me money, and then we can all go our separate happy ways. So everybody wins. Okay, upsells. Upsells are different, remember? This is not multiple versions of the same thing. This is now, I wanna buy what you have to offer, Graham, and then this is me saying, would you like fries with that? So how do you offer upsells digitally? Well, there's three places that are a great place to do it. One is at checkout with what's called an order bump, okay? An order bump is when you say, yes, I wanna add this to my cart, then you add it to your cart, right below it, there's just like a checkbox or two checkbox where you could just check or uncheck to add something instantly to your order. You don't have to open up a sales page. You don't have to look at the product details. They usually, order bumps are usually like a no-brainer, smaller price thing that you, yeah, of course I wanna add that to my order. This is more of like the, do you want fries or that option. If you use Kajabi, and I hope you do because it is the best platform for running your online business, I use it for both of my businesses. If you haven't played around with it or you wanna try out some of these features, I'm gonna give you a doubly extended free trial because they offer 14-day free trial, but I can get you a 30-day free trial. 30 days to play out with, play with it for free. Uh, you should totally switch from whatever you're using. Just use my link below or go to grahamcochran.com slash kajabi. 
use my affiliate link. It is an affiliate link, um, but all that means is for you, you get 30 days to play with it for free is my gift to you. And if you stick around, part of your monthly payment goes back to support me in this channel. If you, It doesn't cost you anything extra. Your price is whatever price they charge you normally. But if you don't use it, that's fine too. Or if you already use it, then great. Because Kajabi, one thing I love about it is they have order bumps built in. So when you create an offer for your online course or membership or whatever, you can easily add the order bump to the offer. And what this does is you can type whatever and say, hey, do you want to add um, some this exclusive worksheet? Do you want to add this over-the-shoulder case study video I did on how to implement what I'm teaching you in this course? Just add it to your order for $37 or $49 or $99 or whatever. Just one click. It's right below where they're entering their credit card information. And all they have to do is read it and go, do I want that or not? And it's you offering them something additional, one click, great, order bump. So add order bumps, so, so easy. Then in Kajabi, there's one click upsells. There's an actual upsell section. So when you're creating an offer in Kajabi, uh, and I'm gonna show you how to do this in some Kajabi tutorials. Uh, in, when you're in your offer with Kajabi, you, this is what you pay for the offer. This is what courses you get. This is what order bumps are, but there's a section called upsells and Kajabi has one click upsells. This is beautiful because this is after they've typed in their credit card, whether they've checked up the order bump or not, either way they've said buy and it's done. They've already given you their payment information. They think they're done. After they click buy, immediately takes them to a intermediate page and says, hey, wait one second. I wanna offer you something special. And I usually do this with a video. You can do it with text or video, but I think video is a little bit more uh, powerful. And you say, because you're buying this, I wanna give you something else. And this could be a discounted course. This could be an exclusive course that you don't sell publicly. This could be a free trial to your membership. I've done all of these. And you give them the option and there's only two buttons below. Do I wanna add this for 200 bucks or 300 bucks or 100 bucks more? Yes. And then they don't have to type in their credit card again or do anything. It's just, yes, I wanna add that. And then they immediately get it and they go to their library or no, I don't want it, just take me to my purchase. They've already entered their credit card. It's a one-click upsell. This is so, so powerful. So a good example of one-click upsells, I did um, a workshop a few months ago uh, that I actually offered for free. Everybody could come for free, but if you wanted the on-demand recordings of it, because it was like four hours long, I offered those for $97. If you bought the uh, on-demand version of it, which included some bonus goodies, by the way, for $97, I used Kajabi to offer a one-click upsell where they, once they bought it, it immediately showed a video of me saying, hey, I wanna offer you my course, Automatic Income Academy, plus a bonus mini course at a crazy bundled price. And it was hundreds of dollars. So they're spending a hundred bucks and I offered them something that was multiple hundreds of dollars on top of that. And do you know that 26%, 26% of the people who bought the $97 thing spent hundreds, hundreds of dollars with me by going for the upsell. I almost doubled my revenue. It was like a 85% increase in revenue by offering that upsell. One click. It's incredible. That's the power of upsells if it's a good upsell. And it's the power of Kajabi because it's one click. We'll talk about good upsells in a minute. One other third place you can add upsells, right? So you can do it at checkout with order bump immediately after checkout with a one-click upsell. Both of those you can do really, really easily in Kajabi. And then another way to do this is a few days later with an automated email. And I think a lot of people miss this one. Somebody buys your course, 
Hopefully, you have a good welcome sequence or an onboarding sequence. This is just an email sequence that they get subscribed to for buying that gives them some tips over the first few days of buying your course of like how to take advantage of it, uh, you know, the different elements. Don't forget your bonuses. It's just like a daily check-in. Like, hey, are you dive into the course? It's a great way for customer retention. It reduces refunds and helps them feel like welcomed and helps them actually get the most out of your course. And if they do, they're going to get results. They're going to be happy. You're going to be happy. You'll probably get a good testimonial. So hopefully you have a good onboarding sequence or welcome sequence. What you can do is a few days later or a week later, you can have part of your sequence to automatically email them and offer them something else. It's just an upsell, but a little bit more removed. And maybe this makes more sense after they've had some time to play with the course. A good example of this that we did for years was with a membership site that I had called Dueling Mixes. It was a membership that cost $27 a month. And so people would join. And after 14 days, they've been in the membership, they've experienced it. I've welcomed them. On day 14, I believe, they got an email saying, hey, would you like Dueling Mixes at $18 a month? So remember, they're paying $27 a month. They've just joined. They're loving it. And the email says, would you like to get dueling mixes for only $18 a month? And I'm like, well, gosh, that sounds like better than what I'm paying right now. Gets them to open the email. And in the email, I basically offer them an annual plan and say, hey, if you've been enjoying dueling mixes so far, would you consider switching to the annual plan? If you do that now, pay a year in advance, you get like 20, 25% off um, for going annual, and that works out to be $18 a month, whatever it was. Uh, and so we just had this as an automated email, and 25% of our members would take us up on that. We had probably two or three emails promoting it for a couple of days, so in case they missed the first one, but 25% of our members would switch to the annual plan. And what does that do for you as a membership site owner? Well, it gets you an infused amount of cash right away, but it makes them more committed long-term because if let's say your app member on average sticks around for six or seven months, well, now they're paying for at least 10 months and they're sticking around for 12, which means they're gonna get more value, build more relationships in the community. And as Ryan Lee has taught us, people come for the content, but they stay for the community. So if they really get bought into your community, they're gonna stay around longer. So an automated email just a few days later, a couple weeks later with another upsell, we offered them more. Do you wanna spend more with us by going annual? Absolutely, that made us more revenue and kept customer retention for a membership. So those are three places to add upsells that work great. And you could do all those with Kajabi because that's just an automated email or email sequence. So at the checkout with an order bump, immediately following checkout with an upsell or a few days later with an automated email. Just a couple of things to remember with upsells and we'll wrap this up. For them to be done right. Again, much like tiered pricing, pricing of upsells must be super clear at checkout. Don't don't trick people into like clicking something that they think is free, but then all of a sudden their order went up and they spent more. Be very clear. You never want to trick or push people. You only want to offer. It's extending the hand. It's the the innocuous, would you like fries with that? How much would that cost? And you tell them how much. It's always their choice. So whether it's an order bump, you say, oh, add this amazing thing to the to the order for only $50 or $27 or whatever. They have to check it yes or no. With an upsell, I want to offer you this amazing deal, one-time deal on this, this page here. Uh, it costs this. If you want it, click the button. It's going to add it to your order for only this amount extra. If you don't want it, click the other button that says no thanks. Make it very clear. You never want to trick people, so make sure it's really, really clear. Also, a good, ups, a good upsell 
should never make the customer doubt their original purchase. I hate upsells when you buy something and then it's like, oh, the upsell is offering me something that like, wait, are you saying that like the thing I was originally going to buy isn't good enough? Now, everybody's going to feel like, oh, there's more. Like everyone's going to feel like they wish whatever the upsell is was included. That's fine. And not everyone's going to get it or go for it. That's, That's not the problem. The problem is when you sell something that when the upsell is presented, the upsell makes the thing you're buying seem irrelevant. Ideally, the upsell complements what they're buying, where the two together are even more powerful. It's not that one could replace the other because then they feel dumb having bought the first one. So you never want to make them doubt their original purchase. And ideally, an upsell should be a win-win for you and the customer. You really want to think through what would really make their results better? What would really give them a leg up? And this becomes fun because either you have other content, the mini courses or other stuff to upsell, or you don't. And it makes you think about what could I film or what could I shoot or what could I quickly whip up or offer as access to them, uh, to me, that would really give them better results. So for example, my course, Rethink Mixing, the course is amazing. You don't need anything else, but you know what would make their experience even better? What if they could take the course, implement it, produce a song, it would sound better, but then send it to me and I could give them personalized feedback on what I hear. That would really help them out a lot. That's really, really valuable. So that's why I offer that as an upsell. It's a great way to do it. I do this with Automatic Income Academy, one of my, my premium tiers. I offer a brand review video. So you, you build your online course business, you launch your site, and when you're done, if you paid for the upper tier, you send me your receipt and you send me your website and I, I pull it up and I do a, uh, like a Loom video where I'm screenshot or screen grabbing, looking through your site and I tell you about what your copy should be changed, your headline. I'm just going through and giving you actual feedback on your site and your branding, your positioning to help you actually convert more people. That's super valuable. So that's a win for my customer, but it's a win for me because then I make more money if they buy that option. So really, it should be a win-win. So my question for you is, what could you offer as an upsell? Is it a mini course? Is it a coaching package? Is it support, a support package? Is it a 14-day free trial or a 30-day free trial of your membership that you don't offer publicly? What is it? that you could offer that would be a great upsell. If you have Kajabi and you're not doing upsells or order bumps or product tiers for that matter, because you can do that easily in Kajabi, you're missing out on a lot of revenue. It's super easy. It's super fun. Get creative. Find ways to add more value to your customer, which forces you to really think about how could I serve my customer better and give them the option to spend more money with you. If you increase, if you add, excuse me, some product tiers to your course or courses. If you add some upsells or order bumps, you can easily increase your course revenue 25 to 50% without having to launch anything new, without having to get more customers, without having to run ads. Optimize what you already have. That's what we're talking about today. And if you haven't already launched and you wanna get your first course launched and you're like ready, or you have your course launched but it's not automated and it's not passive yet, take my passive income workshop, it's free. Take some time out today or this weekend to watch it, implement it, and then make your life easier by having passive income. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop. Some of my best material. I have, I've had a lot of students who've taken it who have never bought my stuff and they go make money off of my free workshop, which is intentional. I want this free workshop to prove to you that I can truly help you and that you can get value from my free stuff 
and then maybe you'll come back and do business with me and hire me as a coach or work with me in my courses or membership or mastermind. But this is valuable stuff. It's some of my best stuff. So take it, run with it as my gift to you. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop. I'll link to it below here on YouTube, uh, or you can type it into your favorite browser if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Thanks for hanging out today. That's it. I hope this was a lot of good stuff for you. I hope you actually go implement even one of these things. Please implement even one of these things and watch your income grow. And then come tell me about it. I want to hear about how you're increasing revenue through pricing tiers or upsells. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to see you on another episode real soon.